welcome everybody to the second episode of the OTH podcast. I'm Zach or ZachF13 on Reddit or Bob says yet on Flea Flicker. Feel free to post on the subreddit post, which will serve as the mailbag for this show, or DM me directly at the ZachF13. So this will be my last show before the NHL regular season play gets underway. I uh, figured I would do a bit of a summer roundup on the NHL teams before the OTH drafts get underway. Or, well, most of them, because I see that Wappa's um, already drafted his team and has a lot to say about it. Anyway, without further ado... The league roundup for the summer before you draft, we're going in alphabetical order. So first we'll start with the Duckies out in Anaheim. Uh, they only made some small tweaks to the roster. They have a cool 25th anniversary jerseys coming out, so that'll be fun to watch. But other than that, pretty much all the players are still the same on that team uh, in a pretty competitive Pacific division. Moving on to the Arizona Coyotes. They also have some pretty dope third jerseys. That's uh, some big news coming out of there that we'll get to see this season. Um, Oliver ekman Larson is going to be the captain this season. They have a new Jumbotron, so things seem to be moving forward out in the desert. Uh, the biggest offseason move out in Arizona obviously was Alexander Galchenya coming in from Montreal for Ty Domi. Uh, that could have some fantasy implications as Galchenyuk figures in more to the offensive plans in Arizona probably than he did in Montreal. Um, new new scene for him and maybe some good power play minutes as well there. Moving on to the Boston Bruins. Um, they were a surprisingly powerful team last year. I think people were expecting them to fall off a little bit, but they came out of the gates strong and kept it up the whole season. Um, they only lost a little bit of the support depth players, but not too much else outside of that. Um, so obviously there's some a big top line out there with Pasternak, Marchand, Patrice Bergeron. They'll figure into the, the fantasy draft probably pretty high on. Um, only other news from the summer, I guess, is Renee Rancourt is retiring. That doesn't really have fantasy implications, we don't think. Uh, moving on to the Buffalo Sabres. Lots of movement there. Um, they've been sort of a darling team over the past few summers. People thinking that this is the year they're going to turn it around, and it hasn't been the case. But uh, this year they've got six new players, I, as far as I see it, that should be contributing to production um, on that team. So obviously Rasmus Dahlin, the number one overall pick that they finally lucked out and got the number one overall draft selection um, after years of being eligible for it. They also traded for Jeff Skinner, who's a high point production player. They picked up Patrick Berglund and Vlad Sabatka from the Blues um, during that trade, as well as Tage Thompson. Um over with the uh, to get rid of Ryan O'Reilly, who was a bit disgruntled there. They got C Connor Sheary from Pittsburgh, and then they got Casey Middlestack coming up. Um, so we'll see how well they do offensively. In goal, it looks like it's going to be a split between Linus Olmark um, and the newly acquired Carter Hutton, again from the Blues. We'll see how much that tends to be a 1A, 1B situation. Um, 
but I think as, as well as Linus Olmark plays, it's kind of his team for the taking. Uh, but they've got Carter Hutton, who did a good job in St. Louis last year, stepping up with Jake Allen injuries. Calgary Flames. Um, Dougie Hamilton gets treated away because he liked museums or something, wasn't a good culture fit, and they get Noah Hannafin in return. Um, so we'll see if the new scenery uh, does anything for Noah Hannafin's production, maybe a jump in, in his play, because uh, he's still a young defenseman. You know, I was kind of waiting for them to let everything settle in. Uh, James Neal comes in after scoring a bunch of points in Las Vegas last year. Um, and it's, again, the Pacific Division, so why not uh, give some of their players a go? Any team can kind of break out of there, it looks like, this season. Carolina Hurricanes. They obviously got Dougie Hamilton for Noah Hannafin, and um, they drafted Andrei Svechnikov. We'll see how much they kind of let him fly early on in his first season, or if it, it takes a little while for him to settle in. Uh, he's there kind of replacing that role that Jeff Skinner had because they lost him. Um, Carolina Hurricanes, they've been that breakout team for the last few seasons that's just disappointed. Everyone's expecting them to sort of turn it around. Uh, Jeff Dundon, I think his name's Jeff. <laughs> Don't quote me on it. Um, the new GM there trying to shake things up a little bit. They bring Peter Mrazek in to help out Scott Darling in the crease, but um, I don't know that I would be too high on their goaltending. It really hasn't panned out in a very long time, probably since they won the Cup. Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, what is this team? They fell off a cliff hard last year. Um, last place in the Central after being first place the year before. So they might be a sleeper. They could be a team that all of a sudden bounces right back up in there. Uh, super competitive division. I, I think some of it's going to depend on the play of Crawford um, getting back in goal after the injury last season that had him out. Um, but it's a team that's getting older. It's a team that's had to trade away a lot of their assets. Um, we'll see what they can do. Colorado Avalanche, sort of the opposite of the Blackhawks. They were a breakout team last year after expected to be kind of one of the worst last year. They made the playoffs. Um, they added Grubauer and Nett to kind of hopefully take a bulk of the starts away from Varlamov. We don't really know exactly what that split's going to look like just yet. Um, but then, obviously, they have the, the offensive firepower with that first line and Nathan McKinnon, who was an MVP candidate last year. Columbus Blue Jackets. They added some depth. Uh, they're sort of in win-now mode because uh, they've got a lot of these players like Panarin, who wants out, and Bobrovsky, who's on the last year of a deal. Um, so I think we'll see sort of early on in the season what this team has to show. Uh, I think if things start falling apart, which I don't expect, we could see the wheels come off a bit, but um, they should be a team that, that's, that's pretty good and uh, has a lot of fantasy options. Dallas Stars, they re-signed Tyler Sagan. That was sort of their biggest summer news. Um, so hooray for no state income tax. That helped them get him in on a reasonable deal. Uh, Val Nachushkin also comes back from Russia. You guys might remember him from a few years ago uh, playing in the NHL on this team. He's uh, supposed to have a lot of offensive firepower, and it's a good offensive team. So depending on what line 
they put him in on, what kind of power play minutes he gets. He could be a nice fantasy pickup. Um, so, you know, they load up again on offense, not really what they need. Uh, they didn't get Tavares or Carlson. They were looking for one of those two guys this offseason. No luck there. Detroit Red Wings. Um, biggest fantasy news, I guess, is Henrik Zetterberg is done. He's retiring. He's got a bad back. Um, so don't draft him. Uh, he's probably not coming back during the course of the season. Um, they got some good rookies in the draft. I don't know how much they're going to figure into the team uh, during the regular season this year. Uh, but Philip Zadina was their top pick. Uh, but, man, uh, they could be a tough team. They're, they've got a bad defense that they spend like way too much money on. I think close to $25 million on just a bunch of lousy players on long-term deals. Edmonton Oilers um, didn't really do much this offseason, which was a bit of a surprise given their uh, fall from grace last season. Um, but it could be an anomaly. Again, they're in that Pacific Division. Anything could jumble, and they could burst back onto the scene and make it into the playoffs. I think they have to get a better year out of their defense and Cam Talbot and goal. Um, but obviously one of the top potential picks in the draft, they've got Connor McGregor. Florida Panthers, uh, they acquired Hoffman after his wife was allegedly cyberbullying her way out of that shit show that is Ottawa. Um, Barkov named the team captain. I think they're expecting everything to sort of start clicking in the beginning of the season this year. They've had some rough starts to the season, but if they could get off to a strong start, um, they just might make the playoffs again. This Florida Panthers team, um, when it comes down to it, has a pretty good top six uh, as far as fantasy value goes as well. Los Angeles Kings' biggest summer acquisition, obviously, is Ilya Kovalchuk coming back from Russia. Um, otherwise, they retained most of the geriatrics they have on that team. Dowdy resigns uh, without having to pay an agent for uh, an agent's fee. He did that all on his own. Um, pretty much the same Los Angeles Kings as we're looking at from last season, other than the addition of Ilya Kovalchuk. Uh, Minnesota Wild, they, uh, biggest summer news is they now have a red line that is checked with cute little geographical shapes that look like the state of Minnesota. That's going to be pretty fun to watch. You can do a Google image search of that. Um, but otherwise, not too much. A lot of re-signings. They re-signed Matt Dumba, um, and they continue to pay Parise and Suter $7.5 million until... <laughs> think the conclusion of the 2025 season so um you know if they win a cup on the last year of that deal uh they can do so after the second term of president kanye that's just how far off it is that they're going to be paying those guys montreal canadians um man (laughs) their biggest acquisition i think the summer was mark bergevon adding a lot of mass. Um, he got jacked. Other than that, they didn't get too much going. They're in rebuild mode. Max Domi comes in. Um, they figure to play him at center and move Jonathan Drouin over to wing. Um, we'll see if Flea Flicker 
reflects those changes on uh, their site. Nashville Predators, they are that new annoying team where they are stacked across the board everywhere. Um, and everyone signs or re-signs on a team-friendly deal just to keep things rolling. So they bring back UC Soros at like a $1.5 million multi-year deal. It's an incredible deal. Ryan Hartman signs uh, for a reasonable amount of money. Roman Yossi still only makes like $4 million over the next couple seasons. Um, lots of fantasy options on that team. New Jersey Devils, they didn't do anything, but it doesn't really matter. This is a team that had a nice little breakout last year. Uh, they're supposed to be one of the worst in the league, but turns out they're fun. They've got the young guys like Nico Heischer, who added eight pounds of muscle apparently this summer, um, continuing to grow, probably continuing to grow as a player, MVP uh, Taylor Hall keeps stepping into the leadership role, and uh, it's a lot of guys who are overperforming on that team. So, um, could be some good fantasy looks on that team. New York Islanders, they lost John Tavares. So, there's that. Um, finally killed Garth Snow. He's no longer the GM there after the guy has gotten a million passes. Uh, that's the summer there. Looks to maybe be starting of a rebuild. They have some pieces there that are good, though. Obviously, Matt Barzal um, is going to keep putting up fantasy numbers, but otherwise, I'd shy away from a lot of the Islanders players. New York Rangers, another New York team in rebuild mode. Uh, poor Henrik Lundqvist finally looked mortal last season. Um, at this age, I wouldn't expect a huge bounce back, if a bounce back at all, from last season's numbers. His fantasy value drops a bit. Ottawa Senators, uh, just look away. I mean, they'll have some fantasy players like Stone who you can pick up, but most of their, um, their fantasy news is, is bad. It's just the big players leaving. Um, Carlson out. Hoffman out first to the Sharks, who then flipped him to Florida, back to the Eastern Conference for an even better value than Ottawa got. So, ugly things happening in Ottawa. Philadelphia Flyers, James Van Riemsdyk returns. Um, he had a great season last year, so now it's shaking up. He's back in Philadelphia. We'll see what kind of an impact that has for him fantasy-wise. Flyers are a team that offensively usually perform, but... They're still rolling out Elliott and Neuverth in goal, and um, their most expensive defenseman is Andrew McDonald. They've got Shane Gostisbehere, who's still young and can put up the offensive points, but their problem's always a, a little bit of a, a leaky goaltending situation and, and rough defense. Pittsburgh Penguins, they cleared out some cap room, uh, got rid of Connor Sheary, added in Jack Johnson on a pretty big contract that drew some critics. Um, but, you know, they're a team that I think gets passed over a bit. They've always got the good fantasy performers in the top two centers, Crosby Malkin, uh, you know, support guys who reap the benefits of that, like Gensel. Um, definitely some good fantasy finds to be found there. San Jose Sharks. Uh Really sad. They tried to get John Tavares this offseason, and it looked sort of at like the last hour they were going to get him. Uh, they didn't get him. 
paid Evander Kane a whole bunch of money. Is there anything I'm forgetting? Evander Kane, did they add anyone else? Maybe someone who put up big offensive numbers. I feel like I'm forgetting it. But um, feel free to post on the subreddit, uh, post about this episode if I'm forgetting anything about the San Jose Sharks, if they did anything of fantasy value. Moving on to the St. Louis Blues. Um, okay, the Blues are are totally loaded. They say to Jake Allen, look, we're getting rid of Carter Hutton. This is your team. You've got everything. You need to win. Jake Allen, just, just pull through, man. Uh, they've got a deep, solid defense and uh, added in an under, underrated two-way center in Ryan O'Reilly who can um, hopefully breathe a little life back into his game after losing his passion out in Buffalo. Uh, they bring David Perron back into a team that he knows well. Um, they bring in nice guy Tyler Bozak, who's a good plug-and-play player. I mean, what else do you need, Jake Allen? This, this team really should be rolling. Uh, it's a tough division, but um, they've got all the pieces to make it work. Lots of fantasy options on the Blues. Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, they're a juggernaut. They they just don't need to add anything. They just needed to extend players, um, and they did that this offseason. That was Steve Eiserman's last little gift, it looks like, before stepping away from this team that he built, um, possibly for the Seattle expansion team the following year. Who knows? Um, but they are a stacked team. They've got one of the easier divisions to play into, so it looks like they're a team that'll rack up the uh, the points. They've got a bell cow goalie that should be going as one of the first goalies off the board. You got your Toronto Maple Leafs. They lost a few players, and I think that's getting overlooked. Um, they did lose uh, JVR. They lost Bozak, but they did add in John Tavares, um, so they've got John Tavares and Austin Matthews rolling as their top couple centers. That should be pretty, pretty fun to watch. Lots of fantasy value on this team. Um, similar, again, to the Pacific Division, uh, this is a top-heavy division with the Bruins and the Lightning expected to score a lot, to get lots of points in the rankings. Um, but then there's other easy teams in there that are in rebuild mode, Ottawa, uh, for example, that they should be able to rack up lots of points against. Uh, Vancouver Canucks, the sexy Swedish twins are gone. End of that era. So can we call it a rebuild yet? Uh, their answer seems to be no. They've added Antoine Roussel and Jay Beagle this summer. Um, a couple pieces that you'd expect to add more for a team that's in win-now mode. Uh, so... Vancouver Canucks, what are you doing? Could be some fantasy value in that team, but um, it's really going to be some spare parts. Vegas Golden Knights uh, do a little bit of moving and shaking. So they lose David Perrin and James Neal, but they add in Paul Stastny and Max Pacioretty. You have to think they keep that first line intact of the Marcheseau, Riley Smith, and Wild Bill Carlson. Um, they had incredible chemistry last year, so lots of good fantasy value in any of those three guys. Um, so it seems like they're maybe even better than breaking even with the players that they lost and who they're bringing in. Uh, I think a smart move. They 
they right now hold all the cards, if you'll excuse the pun. Washington Capitals, they won the cup last year. Uh, they got rid of some of the dead weight on the team, freed up some cap space to re-sign John Carlson, gave him a big deal. So uh, if they stumble out of the gate, it's to be expected. There's the um, Stanley Cup hangover. You might expect a little regression from some of the guys on that team, uh, especially Ovechkin, who might be Stanley Cup hungover, uh, especially. Winnipeg Jets, their last team here. Paul Stastny uh, ends up being just a summer rental for them. He leaves, uh, but they were able to re-sign Connor Hellebuck in goal, firm that up, and pretty much keep a good team together that had a lot of good things rolling for them until they bumped into the Nashville Predators in the postseason last year. So that's going to do it for this week's podcast. Um, This is going to be the last one before we actually have some fantasy news and NHL regular season play to talk about. So again, you can DM me at ZachF13 on Reddit or comment on the subreddit post. Uh, Hopefully there will be maybe some questions and I'll be able to start up doing a little bit of a mailbag segment for the show. Um, DM me if you'd like to be a guest on the episode. I'd like to get other people involved because it's not as, as fun just talking into a microphone here and broadcasting it out to all of you. I'd rather be able to talk to some of you guys and uh, make it a community thing. So again, enjoy the outro music and uh, good luck in the draft. <laughs>